0: A.K.A. Padders, thank you for joining me. Excuse me while I throw on the headphones so I can hear myself talk to all of you. Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, another known as Akapad, A.K.A. Pad, P-A-D. Those are my initials, and that's where we come up with A.K.A. Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast. Now, look, holy crap, so much is happening. We're at episode two of Thanks Flicking. And we're kind of deep in December. So let me explain it. But we're talking Excalibur. If you haven't seen this movie, you have my permission to stop listening to my soothing, sexy voice. Watch this movie and then come back. Okay, so I already did this episode. <laughs> and, oh, like it, you know, a lo- I spent so much time. At the drawing table. And a part of drawing. Is redrawing. And erasing. Fixing. Correcting. You, you, When you've been doing that. For as long as I have. You develop a little bit of a. Uh, you know. I can make anything work. Type attitude. And you. You always think. Whatever you do. Isn't good enough. Knowing you can erase it. And make it better. And making it better. Makes you better. So. I did an episode of this very movie a week ago, and I just didn't feel like it it was there. And, you know, like I've been doing that a little bit, uh, a lot lately. It happened during the the 31 Days of Dread. So we're here. We're talking thanks flicking. Now, thanks flicking is my invention. So thank you very much. But this is where we say thank you. To the films that, that pretty much inspire us all the time, day in, day out. Relentlessness. We these are the movies we can put on at any time. Anytime. And they move us in different ways. Uh, they, they flow through our life where it doesn't like and we we're affected by these movies differently through life because we're in turn, are at different phases in life when we re-watch these movies. I'm on no a good gap of not watching Excalibur within, I would say, like at least two years. And you might be like, Pete, how on earth can you talk to us about a movie you haven't seen in two years? Because I've seen this movie probably close to a hundred times. Uh, maybe moving forward, I'll start keeping track. <laughs> so our last movie was Dark Crystal. It's a visual masterpiece. This movie is a visual masterpiece. It goes neck and neck with Dark Crystal uh, in so many like ways. Meaning, like it, both of those movies, no like no Academy Award nominations. Like, what are we doing here? This movie is the greatest version, interpretation that we will ever have and I can say that with confidence of the legend of King Arthur now Robin Hood is there's so many different versions of Robin Hood I I think a generation goes towards Kevin Costner and the previous generation goes towards Errol Flynn yeah we we got a couple like middle ones there um, Tarzan, not so much. Robin Hood really kind of ends with Kevin Costner. We haven't had any Robin Hood pops since that movie. There, there's there been attempts. I'm very curious over the uh, Jamie Foxx one, by the way. So, throughout my life, every single King Arthur movie and anything that is made, I rush to go see because I want to measure it up against this movie because this movie breathes uh, life. Um, there are so many ways to interpret the magic within this movie. Uh, you know, this is a part of what makes it unique. There's magic, there's Marlin, there is, and there's not. The costume design Bob, Rob, is it Rob or Bob? Bob Ringwood, Dune. 1989, Batman, Tim Burton. Trevor Jones. He scored our previous movie. Trevor Jones. Masterful. And then we have this saga. Okay? The movie's also filled with incredible actors. But we have this saga that relatively, we can say with confidence, makes no sense. The actual legend of King Arthur Makes no freaking sense. It doesn't have a clear through line. Now, there's a lot of different interpretations of King Arthur. Uh, You know, even going back, right? So there's different versions of the path you can take. This is the most lean, boiled down, and exact version, again, we will ever get. This movie buys in on all of these concepts. Mordred at the end. What, incredible battle bloody shiny armor battle this, this is the imagery that burned into my brain when I was younger I watched this movie with my father with the big tome, with the TD and it was so violent to me I thought I was watching porn Mordred is King Arthur's son by his sister in this movie He's weird. He's a little bit off. But he's not like a Game of Thrones, like G-O-T, Game of Thrones, over the top, off. He's just weird, okay? And you see it's weird with his mother. This movie is sexual in such a way, non-sex scenes seem dirty. The relationship between Mordred and Morgana, Arthur's sister, doesn't really feel right the situation between Sir Lancelot and Guinevere doesn't really seem right. We plead with King Arthur in this movie. We're on his side when we see him repeatedly get screwed over. Even Like, just from the very beginning, he's up against the wall, even when he achieves greatness. Like, we feel for him. Is is it because, like, this movie's littered with Shakespearean actors, I mean, what a list. I mean, it, Liam Neeson, Patrick Stewart, Nigel Terry, uh, Helen Mirren, Nicholas Clay, it, it goes on and on. So, part of the mythology of this movie is it was originally was supposed to be Lord of the Rings, the rights got wiggled away, becomes an animated movie, they had momentum, and they shoot this movie in the uh, director's, John Borman's, like, backyard, essentially, I don't know, like, uh, I, I I, didn't want to follow up too much to to realize how much of that is true. And the reason, I'll tell you the reason, <laughs> the reason though, is because I want like a certain mythology in my mind about this movie also. Again, part of thanks flicking isn't knowing everything about these movies. It's just responding to what you're grateful for because these uh, you know like a lot of these movies are are down the memory hole or they're maligned or just gone and it's up to you to carry it forward because there's a level of expertise in this movie that it, it, it rises above everything I mean the, the best of the best of Hollywood like every other year tries to top this movie and they they cannot. I mean, what else needs to be said? Uh, this is a must-watch movie. It's a must-understood movie. It's a must-worshipped movie. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, you know, you guys want to know Box Office? Box Office, back in the day, this made $35 million. It cost $11 million. So, I don't know, comparatively speaking, it might have been 70 $80 million, uh, gross today, which would have been actually, like, really good for a low-tier, a low-budget King Arthur movie. When people talk to you about what what they're capable of when they set out to make a movie, you this is one of those movies you have to just sit them down and show them because this is a lean movie. This movie doesn't have insane sets. This movie is and it looks like it's shot in someone's backyard in so many different scenes. But this movie has visionary. It has a great score. Um, There's an idea that runs through the veins of this movie. And the idea is that Arthur will return. Arthur will die, but he will return to heal the land. Now, it's a Jesus story, but it's wonderful and it's awesome and it's mighty. The end of this movie... Is forever with me, and I, I'm so grateful for it because, again, the imagery and the violence. You know, I I, I put that down the pen and paper all the time. I'm I'm chasing this movie, so as much as I'm thankful for it, I kind of view a lot of it as a curse. Also, you know, a lot of ways with the dark crystal, but everyone, the thirty-one days of dread leads into this. You know, so we're this is going to be like more of an annual thing. Uh, next year I 100% will do a November dump for thanks flicking but I had to let a lot of this stuff marinate because you know again I got super busy but at the same time I really have to know you know like what these movies mean to me so it now yeah, was a little bit of, a, of an existential crisis. I hope you enjoyed this episode because I honestly enjoyed bringing this movie to light to you if you haven't Seen it? If you're not familiar with it, for thanks flicking tomorrow. Okay, I got a lot <laughs> of movies planned. We're gonna be doing multiple movie dumps, episode dumps in the next few days. Tomorrow, i uh, will have some redemption with Transformers. The movie. My previous episode for that, I pretty much bashed it. But we're all about long form conversation, everyone. And I'll give you a little bit of an update of you know, the things your boy here has been up to. I love you, thank you, and goodbye.